We've got some hey, fresh I'm new Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. Yeah, yeah, I saved that one. I saved that one. What a recovery, guys. And today, how to get your big win. That's right, guys. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want to get big wins every single day. Is that possible? We're going to find out today. That's right. Uh, Fancy. Who's our sponsor today? That's right. You change it a little bit. Good job. Just Good a job. Bit. Yeah. Today's sponsor <laughs> is your own Biz Bros with Content Momentum. That's right, and guys. you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, if you produce long-form content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to turn it into value-packed, bite-sized assets so then you can send it into social media so they can get clients for you. Ooh, well, guess so what? Good. We are here to help you out. We want to do all that just for you. So That's slide right, yes. in the DMs at Beast Bros Co. on Instagram, on Facebook. Ooh. Let's get started. Sweet. After you slide into those DMs, make sure to forget. Don't no. Make sure <laughs> to not forget to subscribe. There, there you go. Smash easy, it. Easy peasy. Smash the subscribe button. Let's go. Sweet. <laughs> uh, and follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. That's right. I mean, I, I would assume if you're sliding in the DMs, you're already following us. But just you saying, never know. Just saying. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, please don't forget to share it and and. Leave a five-star review. Thank you. That's right. First of all, we need to give credit where credit is due. So thank you, Podmax, for connecting us to today's guest. Awesome. Wow. To today's guest. Awesome Awesome guest. guest. Yeah, I just realized I I spelled that twice. All right, let's restart that. First of all, we need to (laughs) give credit where credit is due. So thank you, Podmax, for connecting us to today's awesome guest. He's not only official partner of Podmax, but... If podcasting had belts, he would definitely be a black belt. Oh, what a coincidence. So funny you mentioned that because today's guest is a second degree black belt in martial arts. I think, yeah, I think that talks to the discipline he has. That's that's not an easy feat, just so you know. Just like the 350 episodes that he has done in podcasts. Actually, more than 350. More than 350. So that's right. He's a master of consistency and of helping others find their own awesomeness. He's also a speaker and Amazon number one best-selling author and top-rated Udemy course creator. Is there anything this guy mm. can do? That's why you. That's I, the line like, right there. I was there. trying to think. I'm like, is there anything really that yeah, this guy yeah, can yeah. do? I know. I'm so Say excited. What? Can't wait for this conversation. Ooh. Please welcome host of the One Big Win podcast mm. and... The podcasting sensei, Whoosh. Larry Roberts. Hey. Welcome, Larry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Dude, Larry, uh, let me just say, uh, I want to say this publicly. You have a sexy voice. Ooh, that's nice. To do it. You yeah. do, you do. I, I, I have those thoughts too since Pod Max, since we heard you. I'm like, man, this guy was born to be a podcaster. Absolutely. You guys have got so much pressure put on me right now. I got to sound sexy. You got to know what I'm talking about. I got to be energetic. Man, the pressure's on. Hey, you know, after we heard you were a black belt, we're like, he can handle anything, you know? So we're throwing Bring everything it. at you. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> do it, Larry. Uh, it. it since we connected with you, it's you know it's been amazing, and uh, you know we connected on a call a few, a few, maybe like a few weeks back. Can't remember now, uh, but I'm like, man, we have to 
bring him on. We have to share his story. Uh, we know some other podcasters that have you on the show, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to dive in. So thank you again for for you know making some time and coming to Continuous Profit, man. It's a uh, it's an honor. <laughs> oh my pleasure, man. I tell you what, just sitting here trying to keep up with you guys i thought i was energetic and i thought i was wild but watching that intro i started having to catch my breath but <laughs> me too me too i love being here and i know we're gonna have a really really great uh, episode oh Absolutely. I, i'm sure of that larry and you know for those that are listening and they're asking themselves who is larry which if you're asking yourself I'm already mad at you because you already should know who Larry is. But Larry, <laughs> who like who who are you, right? What is your story? Where are you coming from, and what led you to this amazing world of podcasting? Well, you know it. It all started back in 1972. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it started for real. I'm 48 years old. I love podcasting and long walks on the beach. And I tell you, man, podcasting is something that allows me to create to be energetic, to be myself. And that was one of the craziest things that brought me into podcasting. When I started podcasting, yeah. it wasn't, I didn't have business aspirations. I just had creative aspirations. Um, I had been, I, people had been trying to get me to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast forever. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not listening to that. Podcasts are stupid. That's dumb. I don't have time for that, blah, blah, blah. Then I finally broke down and I listened. <laughs> and to hear what these guys were saying and the language they were using to say it yeah. blew my mind. And I said, whoa, whoa. So I can be as creative as I want and there's no repercussions? I mean, I can, <laughs> I, I can say that word? And it turned out, yes, you can. However, <laughs> there are repercussions. Just let me, let, me, let me feed that in there. Whether you like it or not, it's going to come back and bite you. Yeah. But that was pretty much it, man. It was it was the creativity that, and just the freedom that podcasting yeah. allows, and that's why I believe, especially this year, it's just it's exploded Absolutely. into a massive undertaking with literally millions of people. There, what what, what are you? One point six million podcasts that are out there right now, Oof. and it's just it's growing every day. The stats look like they're increasing by well over a hundred thousand new podcasts every month. Wow. So it is, it is the opportunity to get in while the getting's good. Absolutely. By the way, like if you're one of those a hundred thousand podcasts every single day, uh, contact a month. a month. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say a day. Just contact us. We can help you with your content. Just saying. Okay. Uh, shameless plug <laughs> in there. Dude. Yeah, you know what? You know what? And I'm gonna I'm gonna build on that because I agree with you hundred percent. You can help those podcasters. Let me put it in perspective, and somebody like you guys helping the podcasters would change this statistic. Although we've got about 1.6 million podcasts out there. Roughly only 400,000 of them are active, meaning wow. they've posted an episode in the last 60 days. Mm. Now, if they didn't have to create the content, edit the content, and post the content and do everything, what are the odds that their shows would still be going? What are the mm -hmm. odds that if they had somebody like you guys doing the editing for them, preparing their episodes for them, preparing their social media for them, that they would keep podcasting? Dude, thank you so much. Uh, by the way, this is not, we didn't ask Larry to do this. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you, man. <laughs> we, we, can, we can talk about that later. But, dude, like, I'm very interested. I mean, you have 300, more than 350 episodes. I mean, talk about yeah. a top producer in this space, right? I mean, to do 350 of anything, like, 
takes a ton, right? You know, we used to drag our feet to do 350 touches uh, in soccer, which was something that we loved, right? So consistency is like this thing that that is not easy to find, I feel like. Uh, some people struggle with, um, you know, unless it, you're me and, and you like a ton of YouTube videos and then you dive into the... He's, the, very, the he's very consistent at watching YouTube videos. That uh, is for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, it, we seem to like stay away from consistency when it's something that does good for us and especially like if we start producing content like you do, uh, you know, create amazing relationships. So tell me a little bit, like why... Why podcasting? Like, why this medium? Like, like a little bit of your backstory. I understand you don't have, like, this crazy easy past, right? Like, you dealt with some challenges along the way, and then you found podcasting as a way to escape that. Is that correct? 100%. 100% and it helped keep me, keep me focused and realigned in the direction that I needed to be after coming out of, of rehab. Mm. Uh, you know, I, one of the toughest uh, times of my life was... I became an alcoholic and uh, it, it controlled my life for years and years and years. But eventually back on 11, 14 of 2013, matter of fact, you can see, I just, just had another anniversary and it's not something that I keep up with. It just happens to be that time. Yeah. But I went in and uh, spent about seven weeks in rehab and about another week in the hospital and wow. uh, came out a changed man. And I needed something. I needed, I needed an outlet. I needed yeah. a venue to create, to be heard to uh, just take my attention and, and put it in a positive direction. And yeah. as I mentioned with, with listening to Joe and being inspired by what I heard there, started a podcast. And the first podcast wasn't a business podcast. It was a comedy podcast. Yeah. I had a co-host who's crushing it now, by the way. He's on tour with Eddie Griffin right this second. Touring wow. the country, doing live comedy. Uh, Jamie Gravy is his name. So what's up, Jamie? Great to, great to have you uh, on board in the early days. And... We we did we just chased it. We chased our, our comedic dreams. We had a live show that we turned it into. We took it yeah. to the stage. Uh, yeah. That turned into an open mic night, and it's it's still running to this day. Uh, we took it to an online radio station. We went from number thirty two or thirty three on their lineup up to number five in like six weeks. Uh, I mean, it was we were we were crushing it with this show. So good. However. However, it was a little blue. And by blue, you know, if you're familiar <laughs> with the term in comedy, blue means you, you got some bad words in there, maybe some adult-type <laughs> content. And that wasn't very conducive to a long-term plan. I loved podcasting so much, and I knew this is where I needed to go with my career. This mm. is where my life was going to go. This was it. I would finally found another outlet post-martial arts, right, because yeah. I haven't trained in a while. But I finally found an outlet that I loved as much. And I changed from the original podcast to more of a success story podcast called Readily Random. Yeah. And Readily Random, I just rebranded that. Uh, I've been live now for 23 days on one big win. So uh, let's go. It's been tremendous. It's been a, an awesome ride. Dude, I've met so many cool people. And you know, I, I finally learned that podcasting, one of the greatest rewards from podcasting is the relationships that you establish when you're a podcaster. Yeah. I've met so many people and established real quality friendships with so many people since I started yeah. podcasting that I never, I would have never even had the chance to talk to them, much less have them in my life as a friend. And that's one of the most rewarding aspects of it all. Dude. Th yeah. Thank you for sharing like all of that. I, I think it's incredible. I think your story is a testament to 
start, right? Like you started at a place where you didn't really know where that was going to go, right? And then you started tackling these amazing opportunities. And then one day you're like, hey, you know, it's time for us to change, to evolve, right? And, and that's okay. And I feel like a lot of people try to dive into content and, and content production or, or launching a show. They get so hung up on, you know, is this going to be my final product? Is this going to be like my final thing, right? I know we did, right? Like oh, yeah, the sure. first five episodes that we recorded like in Fancy's bedroom with the lights and it just looked like a very different set. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and uh, those episodes are in the vaults, right? Yeah. Uh, and we're probably not going to release them because, like, it was a, a concept very different, and and it was a lot of friction, right? Um, but the day we started, we started in that corner right there. So if you're watching the video, like, I'm I'm sitting in the corner where the superheroes are, just like this little round table, the the camera right in front of us, and 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 the content has evolved, the relationship has evolved, the framework has evolved. Yeah. But because we started just like you did, right? Uh, you know, now we're very proud to say that we're more than 100 episodes, right? You are very proud to say that you are more than 300 epi 350 yeah. episodes with amazing relationships. We can say the same. So I, I hope this serves as a as a as a push forward <laughs> for the for those thinking that hey, should I publish, right? Because um, you're a testament of of that success. So thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, definitely. I Thank you so much. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 Larry. The stage is yours, my man. <laughs> I know you guys love the stage, so I don't want to. I don't want to steal your shine. We, we can share it. We can share it. It's fine. You know what I was going to mention there was that you know it hasn't just ended with with having one big win as my podcast. I went from alcoholic to podcaster, and as of January fourth, twenty twenty one, podcasting will be my full time job. I'm leaving my career to do podcasting full time. Let's go. Yes. That is so exciting, wow. Larry. That is so exciting. Oh, it, it can happen, folks. It can happen. That's it. That's incredible. It makes me extremely happy Dude, yeah. to hear that. That is, wow, absolutely mind-blowing. And I something that you mentioned at the very beginning, you say you started with a creative aspiration and not a business yep. aspiration, right? But look at what it turned out, right? Now, in January 4th, 2021, is going to be your your full-time, I don't want to say job, right? It, it's your full-time passion now. And, <laughs> there you go. And I'll, it, I'll and take it, passion, but I don't want to call it a job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and that's, for me, I think that is extremely exciting because a lot of things, I feel a lot of people get into the space, and let's say the space of content creation, whether they want to do podcasting or something else, and they see it as a job, right? Because now they see it as a means to an end. Right. Instead of like, hey, I want to actually have a I, I have a message that I want to share yeah. and I just want right. to put it out there. But because of the context they're putting it in now, they see it as a job. Right. So what would you say to people that, you know, how can we shift their perce perception and make them think more on creative aspirations instead of just business aspirations? I don't think that if you're not doing it from a place of the heart and you're only doing it to make money or to have a business, I don't think your chances of success are nearly as much as doing it from a place of passion and creativity. See, I went that route first, and I followed that passion first, and that passion and me following that path opened up additional opportunities, yeah. making those relationships with the folks at PodMax, making yes. relationships with those at PodFest, making relationship with those at Podcast Movement, Getting out, getting involved in the community and following that passion is what made all of the difference in the world. Yeah. That and a wonderful wife that's supporting me throughout the whole process. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, applause here for, for those that for the for those, wifey. For the Let's wives. Go. For the wives. I, I, I feel you, man. Like, uh, you know, I, and my wife on, on my end, like she 
listens to zero episodes, right? <laughs> She's listened yeah. to one. Michael Jones, shout out to Michael, man, because you were able to convince Katie to listen to one episode. But without her support, we cannot do this. So I, I highly encourage find that one person that is going to support you no matter what, because uh, when we start, right, like it, it's we, it's not easy to put our message, right? from our heads to right. our mouth to out, right? It's not easy. So I encourage, and this community of podcasting uh, is amazing, right? We, yeah. we, 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 we met them at PodFest, really, and then with PodMax, it's incredible. And then the connections that we were able to, to, to make there, uh, it, it serves us as fuel to continue and continue to do it. So that's a very important point that, yeah. that you bring up there. Absolutely. I mean, is it the community, right? And you just mentioned it right now. And I think a lot of people go into the online space, uh, aka, this is exactly what I was thinking in my mind when I came into the space. I was thinking that I would make all the money in the world sitting in the couch in my underwear, <laughs> eating chips, right? And turns out it's not like that. Yeah, like, th thank God he's not in his underwear anymore. <laughs> well, you don't know because you cannot see under the table right now. I no, can say, I, I can assure you, he's not on his underwear. Uh, he has but, pants on. <laughs> but the, the, the point is, right, it's like a lot of people think that they, they don't want to be a part of community, I feel like, at first. But then you feel the need, like the journey gets very, very lonely. And the fact is community is just going to help you, right? Like it's, they are lending you a stage to, you know, meet other people with similar interests that all are willing to help each other out. And I think that's one of the strongest mm -hmm. points of the podcasting community. Honestly, when, when we went to PodFest this year, we didn't have a podcast and we were like, wow, this is so cool. Everybody's just willing to help each other out. You know, everybody wants everybody else to, to win, which was absolutely amazing. So I'm curious in your journey, right? I'm sure because right now you're extremely well spoken when, when you're sharing your message. But was it always like that? Because a lot of people might see, you know, we are used to people comparing themselves to the, the best of the best, right? Oh, I don't want to start because I'm not that good. And that that's a real fear. But they don't see, they don't, they don't do the work and, and look for the first couple of episodes and see like, oh, look at the the growth this person has had, right? So I, I'm curious, how was that growth for you? What Was it challenging to express your ideas at first? Um, was it more of a, like a technical challenge for you? What was it that maybe, you know, made you think about stopping podcasting if there was such a, ch a challenge? There, there definitely was a time after the comedy podcast was coming to a close. You know, I'd had a co-host the whole time and mm. I didn't know how I was going to carry forward with a solo show. You know, how am I going to talk to these guests? Where am I going to find these guests? How am I going to learn how to interview people? And it was really a struggle out of the gate. Now, speaking, yeah. that's something that I've done for years and years and years, whether it was teaching martial arts or facilitating at the corporate level. I was a corporate level facilitator and trainer for years and years. Yeah. So getting in front of people and speaking, not a big deal. Mm. But sitting down looking in a camera in a room that you're empty it's all by yourself and you're talking <laughs> to that camera like you're carrying on a conversation yeah that is crazy that is that's a that's the next level intimidation <laughs> i don't know why but yeah. i feel stupid my wife can hear me from the other room you know i'm talking loud uh, i don't know what i'm looking like on camera and i'm not exactly the most handsome fellow in the you know in the room so it, there's all these factors that are coming into play that made yeah. that a significant challenge Yeah. But something that I always tell, I tell everybody to do it. And what you're doing, personal development and personal growth need to be a part of it. Yeah. So I, 
I don't do anything, anything without a specialist as a coach. Mm. I have a podcast coach in David Hooper. Wow. He wrote big podcasts. Awesome. So he's my podcast coach. I wrote a course. I hired a coach to write the course. I wrote a book. I hired a coach to write the book. That way I know that I'm taking the steps necessary to do what I'm doing and do it properly. That allows me to gain that confidence so that the next time I can come in and I can swing at the ball and hit a home run on my own. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, I love it. And I know you just like touch a few of the strings of my brother's heart right now. He's going to love you even more because he loves that topic of coaching. Right. And and that being said, I know he now he has a lot of things to do. So I'm going to I'm going to open the stage I, for I, him. Are you throwing me under the bus, bro? I was just uh, excited. No, I, but I know you're okay. so excited. <laughs> so excited. It's, and, and, you know, I feel like for the last few episodes that like this topic has come up a lot. Yeah. Like and, the coaching and, side. and without us asking, which is the, yeah. the thing, right? Without asking specifically about coaching. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely. And, and again, another amazing, you know, golden boulder that, that you just gave us because Same thing, like when we decided to invest in in a, in a program, a coach, what call it however, like for us was a program, right? With a co an online coach at first. And it was just like, I'm going to consume this paid content that we paid for because like if, if it doesn't hurt, like we're not going to pay attention, right? That's what happens with all the free stuff, right? Uh, and okay. then we started implementing. We started meeting people in the community, right? Then we started developing these relationships. Then after a while, we're like, oh man, you know, I wonder, we're executing and results are coming. Wow, yeah. incredible, right? And then we started investing in something else and then we invested in in, in our main coach, like a one-on-one -on -one or, you know, one-to small group coach. And then we now like, where's our next coach, right? And I think last interview that we had, Uh, who was it? Like six six coaches, right? Who? Yeah, uh, Ma Michael Johnson. He Michael, has Michael. Si yeah, six coaches. Six coaches, right? Wow. And it's like, man, yeah. like, and he comes. He's a he came from a professional dancing environment, right? Like, we played soccer. We had coaches all the time. So why is it that in sports? Uh, we feel like, well, we don't feel, we know that we need a coach, but then when we tackle things like this, we're like, oh no, I'm good. I'm going to, you know, learn from the interwebs yeah. and, and we're going to go for that. So again, yeah. another massive point. I just yeah, want to I, I love that point because yesterday I was actually listening to a Tom Bilyeu interview and he has mm -hmm. this saying, he says, skills have utility. And I love that, right? And if we start thinking about it, everything in our life is a skill, right? Patience. It's a skill we got to generate, right? So you can literally have a coach for each one of these things that are going to, you know, shorten the path to success. And I'm curious, like, be, you, you mentioned your podcasting coach and what other ones that you have? When I wrote my book, I hired an author coach. Book. When I wrote my, my online course for Udemy, I hired a wow. online co coach, an online course coach, someone that does it for a living, someone that that's all she does is create mm. online courses. Her and her husband both, they support their entire household on using online courses for Udemy. Wow. So why wouldn't I listen Beautiful. to her and the advice that she can bring to the table? Yes. Why wouldn't I be willing to make a sacrifice of some of the income from that course to invest in my own future? Mm. Because not only am I going to learn how to do a course, I'm going to learn how to do some online marketing. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to present myself more clearly. I'm going to learn how to, to sharpen up my copy when I'm writing copy for content. Yeah. There's so much to learn. Yeah, and so much. And have a coach it shortens that learning curve tremendously. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I want to like also make a bridge here because like I know like most of our audience is entrepreneurs, people like wanting to get into the space, but we also have people that are 
very happy with their current jobs, right? And and they look into like in these traits to elevate their experience within those jobs, right? Like salespeople or marketing people. Absolutely. Sure. Ask for opportunities to be coached from your employer, right? Like I remember like when I was in the fitness industry, that's something that we craved every single week. We're like, who's coaching us? How are we like learning more? Like what would what do we need to be successful, right? It doesn't mean that because you're in that position, you know everything. And as you level up, right, your organization can level up. You know, your team can level up. So yep continue to find those opportunities to be coached and and learn those skills and, and improve on those skills and then you know mo move on to the next one and so on and then it's like how do we call it uh is it alex hormosi like skill stacking yeah skills stacking. uh skill mm -hmm. stacking right and then it, it's incredible what you can achieve with that and then uh i mean the possibilities are yeah. endless right I, i'm curious because with that obviously it's a there's a cost that comes with that right and we like to say it's an investment but i think that's mm -hmm. a perception thing right like at first we would see all this thing as a cost and it's like, oh, it's going to cost us so much money. Now we're like, dude, look at this investment. <gasps> the possibilities are in, in immense, right? So I'm curious, where you, did you always have that mindset on investment oh, yeah. versus cost? 100%. I always look at it as an investment because I am going to grow. Even if I wrote a book and it was a flop, which my book was not, it was a number one Amazon bestseller. Let's go! But <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that to that level if it wasn't for the coach. Mm, yeah. Wow. I couldn't have written a book and made it the number one Amazon bestseller on my own. So, sure, it cost me a little bit of uh, cha-ching on the side to, to yep. get this coach to coach me through the process. But it was so worth it because yeah, I would yeah. never have been able to perform at that level. I mean, you guys love soccer, and I loved soccer in high school, even though we didn't have the best soccer team. Matter of fact, it was terrible. But... <laughs> I still love playing the game. But if you look at uh, at soccer, there are coaches for specific positions. Mm -hmm. You have your head coach. Then you have your defensive coach. Then you have your offensive coach. Then you probably have positional coaches as well. I assume the goalie probably has some sort yep. of coach. Yep. Uh, it, it, you have your main coach and then all these other specialty coaches to the side. Like I look at David Hooper. Is my He's my top coach. But then my other coaches that come into play underneath David knows what I'm doing. He knows I'm hiring them, and he appreciates the fact that my skills yeah. are being sharpened by each and every one of these as well. Absolutely. And it's, it's a clear cut. It can be expensive. It can be painful. You can look at your wife in the eye and go, honey, this investment <laughs> is so <laughs> worth it because it's going to make me X. You know, it's going to make me, yeah. it's going to put me in a position to do X. And whether the wife understands it or not, once you make that investment and if you follow through, I think that's where a lot of the mistakes come in. Mm. Folks tend to hire coaches and then they don't follow through. Yeah. They don't do what the coach tells them. For some reason, yeah. people want to pay somebody else money to not do what they tell them to do. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I've never understood that philosophy, but it happens more often than not. I, I just had, uh, sorry, like, I just had like this crazy epiphany or, or idea or like, why sure. do we pay people and then we don't do what they tell us to do? Is is college to blame for this? And oh, here, 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 okay, deep thought, right? And, and maybe we can <laughs> so, them someone does, doesn't like college. <laughs> no, hey, hey, I, I, I just want to put it out there. I just want to put it. Out there. I went to college. I graduated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it gave me wonderful opportunities. Met amazing people. But at the same time, you know, we are paying this a ton of money, right, to go to this institution. And we go to classes that we don't really care about, right? Uh, or we're not really passionate about, or we don't even know what we want to do, right? So we don't pay attention. So for the next four years of doing this, 
you're training your your mind to maybe not pay attention, right? So then we get out to a corporate level. We get out to try to chase our passion, right? And what's our mind trained to do? To not pay attention to the people that give you information. So uh, is this a thing? I don't know. Like that, that's where my point is coming from because I, you know, as you were explaining this, I'm like, man, like why do people don't pay attention, right? Like yeah. you will, I remember I, soccer was our passion. We wanted to be professional soccer players, right? So we will go to practice and we will pay attention to our coach. We will do what our coach will say, even though sometimes our dad would scream on the sidelines saying that that was not the right thing to do. But anyways, that's a story for a different podcast. Uh, we love you, dad. Um, and then, right, we will go to college. And for me, that was not a passion. So I would just like hanging along because that was the thing I needed to do, right? But it, like, what was I doing internally to my mindset? What I was probably training to react very negatively to somebody telling me what to do. So after we left that for the next three years, we're like, we're probably not going to put ourselves in that situation again, right? Because we don't enjoy it until the pain was so big that we actually had to invest and execute, right? So now we're training our mind to invest and execute, invest and execute. And guess what? We get results. So uh, a little tangent there, but I, I thought it was worth mentioning because um, you I, know, it was I, a b massive clarity moment I, for I me. I had the, a very similar question. What makes people not follow through, right? And I don't I don't know if I, I see where you're coming from. It's a pretty interesting theory, not going to lie. Um, you know, n not so too long ago, we had a conversation with George Bryant. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he was saying that we need to detach ourselves from the results of our clients, right? Because we are not responsible for their results. We are responsible for giving them the tools and accountability that they need to achieve those results. But at the end of the day, they are the ones putting in the work to achieve their results, right? And that's what I'm seeing. I'm like, where in the timeline did we get used to, if I'm paying for this, I have to get the result, right? Instead of I'm paying for this as a tool and an accountability and a system that is going to, you know, allow me to reach success easier. But they still, I have to put in the work, right? It, do, where, where do you see that falling in there? Well, I think I think it's all part of the instant gratification that we have been uh, programmed to believe is how everything works. If we want something, we just buy it online. We get it immediately. We have Amazon Prime. We have Two Hour Prime. We have Prime mm. Fresh. We, I mean, you can get everything within yeah. just about less than an hour in most cases. And people expect the same thing with other aspects of their lives. But this is a game, and any game you play where it's creative, where you have to create. You have to have the mindset to continue creating because things don't create themselves. They take artists and they take creators. They take sculptors to manipulate that clay or paint that image or mm. draw or whatever it may be or yep. even create a podcast. Wow, weird. You have to be <laughs> able to create, and that means you have to apply yourself beyond just making financial investments and hoping you hit that top 10 podcast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. You know, and I, and I think with creation comes resistance, right, naturally. And I think – that's the that's a sign that is a long-term commitment, right? That is not instant gratification. As soon as you hit that resistance and you're like, I don't want to do this, that is probably a sign that you should sit down <laughs> and focus on that and yeah. actually do it, right? Uh, how, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that resistance? Do you even get resistance when you are about to hop on the podcast? It, it's do I get re internal resistance? Like I'm like me going to myself. Hey man, I really don't want to do this today. And <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, that, that okay. It's, it's one of the situations where I know, and, and believe me, I have that, even though I love doing what we do, 
I still have those moments where I'm like, oh, gosh, I need to do this. Or I'd really just like to kick back with a monster and watch a game or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it, it, that's where you make that's where so many people make the mistake. And when you put yourself in a position for long term growth and long term success, especially to the point where you quit your 21 year career and put mm. yourself in a position to feed yourself, literally, you have to have the strength of mind to get up from your desk go into the studio, sit down, fire up that microphone and get busy. Yeah. It's one of the things that you have to do. And it's because it's instant accountability. Yeah. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do, what I need to do, what I love to do, right. Mm. I won't eat. And I mean, look at me. I love to eat. It's just one of those <laughs> things. So it's not something that I want to mess up. So as long as yeah. you can keep that mindset going, then you're in pretty good shape. And yeah. you know, with the podcasting community, you guys have touched on it as well. Such a supportive community. I have yet in the five years, and I've, I've been involved in the community for probably about three, two and a half or three. I have yet to come across anyone that is out for their themselves, that has said negative things about somebody else behind their back, mm. that it started the rumors of so-and-so, yeah, they're successful, but they're paying for it or whatever. <laughs> this community is genuine and yeah. it is so strong, so helpful and so unique because again, I've never found this level of support in any other community out there. And I've been involved in quite a few. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's like everybody has their own message, right? Like, and even though the, the podcast is a channel of communication, right? Like there's so much stuff out there, right? And and people, and that's what we notice, right? People share their tips. They they share how to how to do this thing. They share like their, their scripts. They're like everything. All the tools are there available, yeah. right? And the only thing from mastering execution is actually doing it, right? Like consistently right. over time. Yeah, I think it's like you said uh, earlier on, right? You said personal growth pretty much goes along with the journey, right? It is something that has to happen. And it's funny that you mentioned that because in literally or second episode that we had mm -hmm. a guest, Steve Larson, he said, when I started publishing, it was like someone opened a can of worms, right? Like <laughs> all my problems, everything just started happening. I started learning and growing and we experienced the same exact thing, right? It's like, wow, I started talking about these topics that I didn't even know, know like I could share, right? It was like challenging sometimes, yeah. but now I'm putting it out there and I'm, I'm reasoning about it and I'm coming with my own personal opinions about it and I'm standing my ground on, on these opinions that I'm talking about. And I think that as you grow, at the same time, it makes you a little bit more empathetic with people that are going throughout on the same journey. So when you go to these communities, a lot of people has gone through that journey, right? Some are obviously at different levels, but they all can relate. You're going to have some people that you're going to look up to and you're like, hey, how can I get to that level? And they're going to help you out. And you're mm -hmm. going to have people that are going to look up to you and they're going to be like, how do I get to your level? And you're going to be yeah. so much more willing to help them, which is absolutely amazing, right? Talk about uh, being in the right environment. Yeah, it's, it's a very nurturing environment. And it, it, everybody that I co have come in contact with operates from such a position of gratitude. They're so thankful for the opportunity to do what they do. Believe you me, I'm super thankful that come January 4th, I'm going to be able to podcast full time. What? What yes. is that? That is crazy. So having that is, is something you have to be grateful for. You have to position yourself as not only a student, but you're also an instructor. You know, I remember when I launched the first podcast, I told my my, my second co-host when Jamie went off to do his comedy, 
I said, bro, this is a long-term game. I said, I'm yeah. talking five, 10 years. It's a long-term game. Yeah. And little did I realize that guess what? <laughs> it really is a long-term game. Yeah. And it's something that happens overnight. It takes development. It takes practice. It takes failing. It takes st- stuttering. It takes falling on your face. It yeah. just, it, but in the end, what comes around, the product that you end up becoming, tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can't shortcut it in this game. Yeah. And it's just the same with any business, really. You can't mm-hmm. shortcut anything. It's yeah. you do it, you invest the time, you give it your all, and eventually it will grow and it will blossom into what you want it to be. Yeah. But there is no instant gratification in podcasting or any other business. Yeah. So, you know, I'm relating this instant gratification side of the conversation and long-term, you know, victories is good that way. That big win that comes with the long-term action. Um, I'm relating it to your journey in martial arts, right? Because sure. you don't start, you know, in, I don't know, what, what, what black belt do you have? First of all, like in why martial art? American Kempo, I'm a second degree black belt. I have black belts in American karate and Taekwondo as well. Ooh. So, don't, AKA don't badass. Fight yeah. yeah, don't fight him. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like that takes a very long time. You don't start you know, and the next week you have a black belt. That's not, it takes years and years of dedication and consistency. Do you think that prime you and your mind to, you know, set the stage for podcasting? And why can people that haven't had that experience in their life do to, you know, transition from instant gratification to long-term, you know, success, action, consistency. Right. Uh, it definitely contributes because the, the audience <laughs> loves it. I know, absolutely. <laughs> the audience is wild. This is great. That was so, intense. No, from a martial arts perspective, it's the exact same thing. You, you can't. And, and I remember, man, I remember wanting that black belt. And I'm still friends with Stacy Rice to this day. He's a great friend of mine. He was a black belt when I started. And my goal was to beat Stacy. I wanted to beat <laughs> Stacy. And I can remember remember yeah. being a wee little orange belt, which is only your second rank. And we're sparring one night. And he's he's letting me go hard. You know, he's like, bring whatever you got, whatever you got. Yeah. And he ends up, when he gets tired of messing with me, he axe kicks me in the face and, you know, knocks me down. Mm. And the kick didn't, I mean, it hurt. But it, the kick isn't what led me to slump against the wall and start crying. I slumped against the wall and started crying because I wanted to beat him so bad. And I thought, man, if I learn this, if I understand this distance, if I do this, then I can beat Stacy. But then I realized, man, no, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. And then eventually got to a point where we're both black belts and we're both beating the snot out of each other. And that's why we still love each other to this day. And we're best <laughs> good pals because of the fact that we, we beat each other up. Yeah. But that dedication is what it takes to yep. get that black belt. That dedication is what it takes to get a successful podcast, to be able to go out on your own and be an entrepreneur. You have to focus. And if you have a hard time doing that, sum- uh, submerge yourself with other successful people. Attend events like PodFest or PodMax. Get to know people. Establish relationships. Yeah. Your, your growth will grow exponentially faster with the right relationships. And it's the key to everything. You'll get those dream interviews. You'll get those dream speaking opportunities. You'll get those dream clients by building your relationships and investing in yourself and your clients. Wow. 
Couldn't have said it any better. I'm, I'm Thank typing, you so much, I'm Larry. I'm here how to create your dream environment, right? <laughs> uh, because, I mean, we, we, we've seen it, right? Like, it, it happens to us. The second we put ourselves out there, uh, even though we had, like, almost five years of experience publishing for others, right? And then the mm -hmm. gut punch really came when they asked us, like, you know, I, I that's beautiful, but, like, I don't. I don't really trust you because you guys are not publishing, right? And yeah. we're like, oh man, you know, and, and you know, people can argue that of like, if you are the coach, you don't need to be doing the thing, like blah, blah, blah. But you know, for us, it felt really real, right? And and it's like, like internally for us, we're like, how can we be talking about this, right? We can know a, a ton, we can implement, others can have success, but internally, I don't, I feel like for us, it was like, we, we need to do it ourselves too, right? Like we, we felt it. Um, and, you know, for those out there trying to, Trying to get the publishing going, whatever that looks like, either a podcast, either a video, either YouTube, either minimal viable content, whatever that is, right? Think about this phrase. We get to do this. Like, in what time in history we've been able to communicate with thousands of people, right? One person, I two mean, people, three people, ten. It doesn't matter. Like, express your thoughts without being hunted down. Exactly. Expressing your yeah. thoughts. <laughs> you know, we come from Venezuela, a country that, like, if you express your thoughts... You're going to be haunted down, right? And we live in this amazing country that, you know, as in right now, it seems like we can't, we are able to do it. Uh, hopefully we can continue for many, many years. Uh, but, but it's a thing like the internet allows us to do that, right? So, you know, we don't have to get political. We don't have to get religious, sure. like about your business, about your passion. I mean, there's kids opening stuff from Amazon, you know, creating a life, creating like an opportunities for them and their families out of that content that they produce. So why, mm -hmm. you know, if we have a business that adds value, adds, solves a problem for somebody else, why are we not doing it consistently and multiplying that message all over the place, right? That's how, that's how we feel about publishing. Once we started <laughs> implementing it ourselves and we saw the benefits on relationships, on environments, on all those elements that you've been you've been talking about, right? Yeah. So we get to do this. And uh, if you're if you're struggling with that message, just get it out there, right? You know, there is the example of this. Like started as a comedy show, then evolve into the one the one big win, right? We started with the minimal viable content, you know, it evolved into content is profit. It happens, right? But it didn't happen overnight. It just happened because we started to implement. Yeah. I, I'm curious, Larry, like, where are you going now with one big win, right? Because again, you just said you just rebranded about 27 uh, days ago and you rebranded from readily, readily random, was it? Yes. Red readily random to yeah. one big win. So what is, what does that bridge there looks like? You know, I wanted to take the content that I was presenting and, and package it in a way that was more attractive to an end user or a listener. You know, when you when you hear the name Readily Random, which is still my company, my LLC is Readily Random Media, but the podcast has evolved into the one big win. Yeah. But Readily Random is just a little broad. It's a little, well, random. <laughs> and um, it, it it's like I shot myself in the foot when I started Readily Random because I made growing the brand and growing the podcast twice as hard. <laughs> because in no way does Readily Random say what the show is about. Yeah. What can listeners expect by go, going to Readily Random and getting that podcast? So I had to sell constantly, constantly. Now, don't get me wrong. Just because I have what I feel is a better name in One Big Win doesn't mean I still don't have to sell. Yeah. But you can look at that name and go, One Big Win. Hmm, seems like uh, 
you know, it's about winning. It's about finding <laughs> that life that makes us feel better about ourselves. Yeah. Or as my tagline says, it's taking moments and putting them into motion and taking Ooh. one step closer to our life mastery. Mm. That's the tagline for one big win. Readily random didn't have a tagline. It was just, hey, hi, how y'all doing? We're readily random. <laughs> so, uh, again, it was it's part of the evolutionary process, yeah. you know, yeah. and I wanted something that people could resonate with, that could they could recognize and mm. simply potentially attract a listener just by the name yeah oh so good yeah I, I, do, do you mind repeating the, the tagline again no not at all it's moments that we put into motion to take one step closer to our life mastery mm. i love it yeah motion to mastery i love it yes that that, that that sounds a lot like momentum right like yeah. if, if, if when you said i was like wow that is like gaining momentum that then it leads to mastery to keep doing all these things, right? Um, how, how did that come about, right? Like, why exactly that tagline? Um, also, does it make reference to something that you experience yourself and that you want to share with others? Or is it something that you saw in the in the marketplace, if you want to put it that way, the listeners that they needed that, that big win? And you're like, hmm, let's tackle this issue right here. Well, the name is very strategic. Uh, I wanted to put a number one at the front of it for listing purposes. If for some Ooh. reason a podcast list is in alphabetical order, number one is going to be right there at the top. It's an old phone book trick. You know, I learned I'm 48. I come from the yellow pages days. <laughs> Golden so, Boulder, guys. <laughs> we're going to see after this episode, we're going to see like 200 uh, shows like one, 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> I will be so mad. But... <laughs> <laughs> the moments in motion to mastery came about because I love alliteration. I like having three words in a row that start with the same letter. Mm. And I sat and racked my brain trying to come up with something that made sense. Mm. And it was all part of actually the naming process as well. When I went to rename the show, I really didn't know what I was going to call it. Yeah. So I came up with a list of names, probably 25, 30 different names and started whittling, uh, whittling down that list going, here's my top 10. Here's my top five. Here's my yeah. top three. Yeah. And eventually it came down to one big win. And uh, it was input from my coach. There we go. Another function of a coach to yeah. help point you in the right direction. Yeah. Rebranding is something that you should take lightly, folks. Yeah. And I'm sure that I had input from my coach and other coaches that I just happened to know. I said, hey, man, what do you think about this? Or what yeah. do you think about that? And I got that feedback and I built on that feedback. And that's what I ended up with as a final product. And I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. Ah, so awesome. good. We are very stoked about it too. Yeah, I mean, we, you, we love it. You have two, two listeners in here and you know, like, I've got two listeners at all. That's all. Uh, two listeners. That's that's <laughs> at least in this room where we are sitting, you know. Yeah, at least I mean, right now. Uh, I don't think yeah. we have a live audience today. It's all La good. Larry, you know, like the vibe that you give me is the that of an action taker. Like I mm. see that you are like, I want to go here. What is the action I need to take? And then you immediately start implementing, yeah. which is amazing, right? It, it is personally something that I feel I've lacked at, at many moments, right? When I... I'm like, okay, I want to do this. And then I'm like, oh, but first let me do this other activity here, right? <laughs> and then I, I start like pu putting my time and effort into something that is not going to move the needle as much, right? So, But you identify those moments now. and That, you, that, that is the thing. I'm, uh, I'm more aware of yeah. it now. So I'm and you're starting taking to action. take You have take the, action. that fancy tracker that you have now. Yeah, it's this amazing is a time thing. tracker right yeah, here yeah. To, so I can oh. track my, my activities. Yeah. <laughs> that was a giant, well, a giant dice from Dungeons and Dragons. You ever, you ever played d and I've never, never, but it does look like it. Yeah. I, I, I do yeah. want to play, though. <laughs> I, I do. I would love to actually 
try it out and see what it is because you know the whole history behind it i think is pretty cool yeah yeah it is it's very cool and although i haven't played in years and years and years and years it'd be kind of nerdy fun for us all to get together and have like a, a podcasting D D group that'd be kind of let's go hey. we'll, we'll be the newbies they're like legit like we i don't know anything except the name so uh, i'm so down Yeah, we'll see what we can do. I get Joe Pardo and a couple others involved. I bet we can get some people together. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna follow up on this idea just so yeah, you know. Yeah, and if you're listening now or watching, and you know you want to be a part of this thing, let us know. Like, what? Like, are you are you into Dungeons and hey, Dragons? Like, we, why we, not? Like, we can do like community. a we can do like a Twitch stream about Ooh, it. Let's do it, dude. That would be that would be epic. Do a live D and D game. That would be so so. That'd be fun, dude. I can't lie. Yeah. I'm gonna lie. <laughs> again, again, yeah. again, for the audience out there, we get to do this. Like, this is the the, the class of opportunities. Like, and you know, like, like people play golf and uh, they get business relationships out of it. We play Dungeons and Dragons and we can get relationship out of it. So, you know, <laughs> it, it's. I think it was like with Mark Stern, right? Like, Mark, um, he's uh, the box guy, and and he creates these amazing experiences and, and, and mixes like virtual with like real stuff, and, and it's incredible. And he's a gamer too, right? And he's like, man, at the end of the show, he's like, guys, you need to get. Quest, like Quest, Quest Two, right? Like the virtual reality goggles. Oh, the, the Oculus Quest. Oculus, Oculus Quest, right? And he's like, man, like the last thing that I, like that I've been doing is I connect with other entrepreneurs and we go virtual mini golfing, and then they talk business in virtual mini golfing. And I'm like, I came back home. I'm like, why to Katie? I'm like, Katie, I know what I want for Christmas. <laughs> I want to oh do this. My gosh, that is so brilliant. Right? That is brilliant. It's incredible. I mean, I'm ordering one as soon as we hang up. There you go. Yes. <laughs> hey, let, so let's good. each order so one, good. and then we'll do that. And we'll pressure them to develop a D&D, a virtual D&D. &D. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We'll be in there playing dragons and talking shop. You know, go, uh, yeah, I was on the podcast the other day while you're blocking. <laughs> That would be amazing. Oh, so good. Well, if, if you know, somebody in the audience like knows the contact to make this happen, let us know. Uh, <laughs> dude, Larry, thank you so much. It has been awesome. We have a few, uh, like... Last couple questions here that are super important. I, I feel like we need to ask them. We can't yeah. skip them, right, Fonzie? We cannot, we cannot we skip them. Okay. Uh, you sure? Okay. No, no, we cannot skip them. We're good? I mean, it, can I ask it? It, it can sounds I ask like, it? like he's looking for an excuse to <laughs> skip them. Like, Never. Right, Larry? I'm, I'm testing him, man. I, I'm <laughs> testing him. I'm testing him. Okay. So, Larry, what will be like your number one action point for people that are in this journey to starting to publish, right? They're they're either beginning, they're you know, in that starting point, like they're struggling a little bit with consistency. What can they do to stay consistent and kill it like you do? Practice. Practice. There's nothing better than doing it. Do it. I'm a, I just started getting on TikTok. I got like 12 followers. I'm not a big TikToker. Plus, I'm pale and, and, and fat and old, and I don't belong on TikTok, dang it. But that's where I'm at. So how am I going to get good at TikTok? I'm just going to do it, man. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there until I get to the point where I feel comfortable creating TikTok videos. Mm. There's no shortcut. You have to do it. You can read all the content you want. You can watch or listen to all the podcasts you want. You can watch this podcast right here, right now. But you're not going to get any better at podcasting unless you get on a mic and start recording. Just do it. Yeah. Just don't care what anybody else thinks. Don't care that you don't sound like whoever your, your podcast hero is. You don't sound like Joe Rogan. You don't sound like so-and-so. You know what? That is awesome that yeah. you don't sound like anyone else. Yes. You are you. You are unique. Don't try to be somebody else. Get on there and be who you are and pitch yourself. 
and that's where you'll find your success. Oh, so good. Dude, I love it. I, I think this has been the episode with the most round of applause from people, man. You got and, the, and horns. You, you, you got, got the horns, man. You got the crowd going crazy in here. Oh, but I, lo I love that. Pitch yourself. Wow. It, yeah. what, a, what a term. Definitely, I'm going to... I'm not going to say steal it. I'm going to borrow it. And I will definitely give credit every single time I use it. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and you know, most of you guys don't have ac accents like Fonzie and I do. So you guys are golden, man. I like, just go out and do it. Like, yeah. You, you should have heard our first episode. I feel like I I've spoke Spanish all day. Anyways, yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Uh, dude, Larry, you know, where would you be if you did not publish? Where would I be if I don't, if I wasn't to publish, if I was doing something else? Yep. Yep. Man, I honestly have no clue. I guess before I came into this and I got buried into, and man, I'm making myself out to be such a super nerd here, but I was, I was really buried into to, uh, uh, World of Warcraft. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I would just still be playing World of Warcraft and just honestly doing nothing if mm. I wasn't creating and publishing. That's where, I, that's where I go when I have nothing else going on. And I hate to think that I would have sat here over the last five or six years And just played that stupid game over and over and day after day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I know of. I, I don't know that I would be anywhere else because this has been my life yeah. for the last five or six years. It's, it's been everything. Dude, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and, thank you. And, you know, I, I I resonate with this first because I I love watching TV and or like consuming content, right? Like you put me right. in front of like a funny show and like, that's it. I, that, that's the end of my weekend, right? Like I'll be there. <laughs> um, video games too. Like I, I suck at them, right? I just like, I like like Spider-Man type of games. Like, you know, third person, one person shooter. Like that's right. it. Like fun, I don't play. Fun story, fun story, Larry, before you continue this. <laughs> so he started playing the new Avengers game <laughs> and our whole team, they are gamers, like hardcore gamers like, yeah. and, they, and they love it. They, they compete like yeah big game and so. my brother is like guys i started playing the <laughs> avengers have you guys have played it's so good and they were like it's such a trash game it's like it, it has terrible reviews <laughs> it's so bad and my brother is like oh okay I, I, goodbye. Didn't, I, didn't, i didn't play for like three days um <laughs> but it's so funny yeah i know i finally did, you know took it back yesterday last night but uh but with that you know what i what i mean is like before we started to publish like Our, our company, our job, like what we chose to do, right, uh, was getting pretty taxing. Was, you know, it was being, uh, we were getting really tired, very frustrated at, at times, right? And uh, in the past year, since we started this show, it's like we get to do this. I'm very excited to, you know, get in and connect with people and, and continue to develop this, this framework that we have now with the M2M. And, and that is the actual product that we do, the way that we create content, is the way that the, the thing that, that we sell to our amazing partners and clients, right? And, uh, and, and it just adds value around it. So same thing, like, man, like, I don't know if, if we still will have the company because, you know, when we started the show, that's what everything changed in March with, mm -hmm. with COVID hitting, right? So mm -hmm. that's why I feel so identified with you because, you know, other than soccer and, you know, consuming funny content and trying to play video games, like, I don't really know. Like, I, you know, I, I will probably, you know, do my very best at a job, but I don't think I will be truly happy, right? And, and this platform, you know, doing it with people like you, Larry, like, you know, people like Fonzie here uh, is, is truly 
the it's, thing is gratifying. It's very gratifying. Yeah, I, I, it's mm-hmm. something that we're really proud of, right? So when people ask, like, "What do you guys do?" Oh man, we have we have this podcast show, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then we put our Larry voice. And, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but I need something that that brings pride. So I I thank you for for sharing that story, man, and and uh, to many many more episodes. <laughs> Because right back in, awesome, right man. back in, man. It was it was great being here. It was a pleasure being here. I had a ton of fun. I think we went through a ton of good, high quality content, yes. and hopefully your audience will get something out of it as well. Absolutely, yeah. man. Thank I, you. I'm gonna throw this out there. We're gonna have to have you for a round two. Just Woo. you know, anytime, man. I would love it. This was such a blast that I'd be more than happy to. Sweet, Larry. Awesome. How can how can people find you? How can people connect with you? Uh, right now, I'm really looking for TikTok followers. Let's so if go. you're on. Head out to the talk at Big Win Pod. That's my social media across every platform at Big Win Pod. Go out there, find me, follow me, and I'll give you some great content each and every day. What I'm doing right now are affirmations. I do yes. one minute affirmations every day where I read the affirmation and then we expand on it on the back and I make a video out of it. It's less than one minute and it'll make you feel great. So check me out cool. and enjoy the content that. I do my best to provide you with. Dude, okay. So Wait, I, that, that's awesome. Can, uh, can I highlight? You, you highlight. You go. No, no, no. You you highlight. I was going to ask what was today's affirmation. I'm, I'm curious. Well, I haven't done it yet, but we can do it. Let's let's go. And I'm just going to read the front for you. That's yeah. it. Um, it, it. I release all attachments to judgment. Mm. I love and respect myself. I love it. So, that plays right into what we were saying. Yep. Don't worry about what everybody else is yes. doing. Don't worry what everybody thinks about you. Commit to your role as a content creator and just create. Mm. Everything else will fall into place. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, so, I, I, I love it, Larry. Thank you. And, and I want to tie that to actually something that I did today. Today, mm-hmm. I did a, an accountability post and I shared it in my Instagram story that I was starting something that I'm going to call the one-to-one rule, which is for pretty much every time I consume content, I have to create something because I would find myself going into Instagram or something and then just scroll and then leaving the phone. But now I have the pressure of if I scroll, I have to post. If I look (laughs) into stories, I have to create a story, right? So now when I'm going to grab the phone, it also allows me to think, do I really want to grab the phone right now, right? Because Maybe my time, I need to put it into something else. I need to do some work. So do I have the time to actually sit down and create, right? So it's going to help me to slow down my consumption. And at the same time, it's going to help me increase my, my, my creation, so I think it goes pretty, pretty oh. good with that, that one that you just, just said right there. Yeah. So thank you, Larry. I did. Thank you. you yeah. go, don't forget to go sign up for the podcast as well. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Head out to Apple or Spotify or Android, whatever it is that you use, and uh, smash that subscribe button on the One Big Win podcast, and I'll be your pal. That's right. That's right. We're, we're going to share the links everywhere. Guys, please, please. I mean, you heard him here. He is absolutely amazing. Go subscribe to his podcast, One Big Win Podcast. I mean, can't, can't say enough, can't, you know? Can't go wrong. Yeah. It's, it's the first one in the phone book. Easy peasy. <laughs> the first one in the phone book. <laughs> yellow pages that's me yeah awesome guys i can't thank you enough absolutely man it was a pleasure and with that being said thank you so much for tuning into the contents profit podcast go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at beast bros co that's right and if you find this episode impactful please please don't forget to share it and go follow larry and and leave a five-star review thank you bye guys